Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. This is Mike Crow again, coming to you from the Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, Texas, from our studios here, our world headquarters, <laughs> as we like to say it. Um, and so we've been talking about uh, the E-Myth. Uh, we've been talking about the E-Myth Revisited. Uh, I would highly recommend you get the book. Uh, by the way, when somebody joins our coaching program or whatever, we send them this book almost always, or we give it to them when they come in uh, and ride with us because it is the foundation of everything that I teach, everything that I want you to understand to put into your business. Now, the the cool thing is that this is like, again, the foundation, but you wouldn't buy just the foundation if you want a house, right? Uh, having a great foundation is a great start, but then imagine we're putting up the studs, the walls, the roof, uh, and the heating, the air conditioning, the plumbing, all of that. Uh, that's kind of where we take what I'm teaching you here with the EMET after that. and uh, But I want to go through the E-Myth. I want to go through it. I want you to go through it with me. I want you to hear and see each part of it because, again, without a good solid foundation, the rest of it will all be shaky and or not built properly. I had to go back into my business years ago and rebuild the foundation. Uh, think about how difficult that can be. So um, uh, in that first business, I eventually ended up selling it. And I had to, um, uh, when I started my coaching business, what I then did was bought another home inspection business and we had to rebuild it as well. I literally had to jack that business up, take the foundation out under it and put a new foundation under it. Once I got that done, that business took off. That business was doing about 300000 a year. Uh, we then moved it to uh, 600000 a year. My son moved it to, uh, took over as general manager, moved it to a million, then $1.4 million, then $2 million. Um, and uh, we have been doing $2 million since. I can't remember how long now. Uh, and so it's been great. And we use that business. We use that business as a prototype. And I told you, you're going to start hearing the word prototype a lot because having a prototype, having a blueprint, having a roadmap is one of the keys to being successful. And so we built, we built our home inspection company as the prototype. Here's the cool thing is I have friends now all across North America where I could pick up the phone and say, hey, can so-and-so come ride with you? Because they have their business built very similar to ours. And so therefore it's a prototype as well. Um, and I will tell you, for instance, if you walked into a McDonald's in Texas and then walked into a McDonald's in Hawaii, they'd be really similar, but there'd be some interesting differences. I'm going to tell you, I have been to Israel. I have been to um, uh, Australia. And uh, you have McDonald's in all of these other countries, but they're different. 
but they're strangely similar as well because they were all built off the prototype. So we are talking in chapter eight, and chapter eight is called the franchise prototype. So we talked about in 1983, going way back, all right, uh, the franchises reported a success of 97% of businesses that started that used a franchise model or used a prototype to build their business off of. To the contrast of over 50 plus percent of, of businesses failing within their first year. Okay. Uh, and then, by the way, where 80% of all businesses fail in the first five years and 96% of uh, franchises continue to go on and succeed. So think about that. It's one of the reasons people buy franchises. But here's the good news. We are the unfranchised model. You don't have to pay us a you know what you would pay for a franchise up front, which would could be anywhere from 10,000 and 50,000 seems kind of like the going mark for a lot of franchise models right now, $50,000 and then paying them, you know, anywhere from 6% to 10% per month of your gross revenue. We don't do that. What we do is we show you the prototype. We show you how to set it up. Uh, yes, there's a little cost involved in that, but nothing like what you would have a franchise and nothing long-term um, where you could do that. And people come sometimes and say, Mike, well, I'll give you 10%. I go, yes, you would for about three years. And then you'd be madder and hops that you were doing that because I'm going to show you how to do it. In three years, you're going to have a business that runs itself. Because if you build the business just like I do, just like my prototype, within three years, the business will be darn near running itself in so many ways, all right? Uh, so the franchise prototype is a place where all assumptions, all assumptions are put to the test to see how well they work. So here's what I want you to understand. Our franchise prototype, our business where we test things over and over and over again to see if they're successful. See, most people don't know this, but even in McDonald's, there are certain uh, restaurants that they use like a prototype. So for instance, um, you know, it used to be that you, uh, a lot of religious people did not eat meat on Fridays, uh, but they could eat fish, all right? And so the question is, what could we sell those people? And McDonald's said, what could we sell those people instead of that? So one of the things they tested was pineapple burgers. It failed miserably. And they put it up against another contest where it was fish burgers, okay, uh, or fish sandwiches. And it blew it out of the water, which is why McDonald's today has a fish sandwich, okay? Uh, and uh, one of the few, actually, that really have it out there and it's readily available for people. But they tested it in their prototype stores to see which one would work. And then they put it out to all of their stores. And so that's what we've done here with our prototype is we test things over and over and over again. And sometimes people come in and go, oh man, all I want to do, and especially back in the 80s, they would say, all I need to do is make sure I have a really good ad out in the yellow pages and I'm going to be great. And I told him even then, the yellow pages are going to go away. You know, now when I say that, everybody goes, well, duh, of course. But that wasn't the case in the 80s. I mean, yellow pages were still being delivered onto their front porch and everything, and people were still using them. None of us hardly ever see one anymore. So the question is, what's getting ready to go away now that you don't realize is getting ready to go away? What is coming into place now that you don't realize is getting ready to come into place now? So in the prototype, we test all these things. One of the things that we've been testing uh, is our... we. I created a program I called Big Bang Marketing. 
and it's Maven-driven marketing. The Maven-driven marketing is designed to get people to refer business to us on a regular basis. It is the number one most effective marketing uh, technique in the home inspection world. And honestly, every business we've tested it in, it just surpasses everything they've already got. So a person starting a business doesn't have to have this impossible dream, uh, being going through the chaotic and undisciplined uh, parts of building a business. All they have to do is follow the blueprint. All they have to do is follow the roadmap. All they have to do is build their business like the prototype. And we have now uh, helped uh, over 100 businesses become million-dollar businesses uh, because that's exactly what they did was they followed our prototype. Uh, and the great news is, is that now there's a, like 100 prototypes out there in the world that I can pick up the phone and say, hey, um, you know, Jerry, can this person come ride with you? Hey, Jeff, can this person come ride with you? Hey, Mary, can this person come ride with you? And they all say, well, yeah, sure. And they walk into a business that is now a prototype uh, and just gone overboards. So the business owner uh, basically takes a look at that and he, and he talks to the prototype people, and the prototype people say, let me show you how this works. And then the system that we put into place, never forget systems, people, and then resources. The system runs the business, and the people run the systems. It says it right here in the book. You know, and I'd kind of forgotten that as, uh, you know, 10 years, 20 years after I read this book and everything, and yet it says it right there. I, I, I should just put you know, big marks on it and, and and make sure and probably dog ear this page, but it's in chapter eight right there for you to see and for you to understand as well. You want to put systems in place and then you want to put the people in there to run the system. The system becomes the solution to the problems that have, you know, basically challenged all businesses out there. And then the human organizations and different people out there as well, it has challenged all types of businesses, all types of human organizations since the time uh, that businesses have started. And what happens is that this will transform a business into a machine. You know, it's funny, I, I have some friends that teach marketing and they call it, you know, uh, such and such machine. And and honestly, now I realize that's, that's where they got it from too, is right here. Uh, and my business is a machine run by people and it just continually cranks out incredible information, numbers, and dollars uh, for me uh, and my family and all of the employees that work here, all right? And so it's it's very part. And it's driven by the integrity of each part running uh, simultaneously and running uh, in congruently with all the other parts, all of the parts working in concert with one realized objective to make sure a home inspection is a good home inspection is done for the home buyer and make sure that they're happy. But that's just part of that formula, but that's what we're doing. So think about this, discipline, standardization, and order are the watchwords that you're trying to find out. Is your prototype producing discipline, standardization, and order uh, in your business. So when I start talking to people and I start talking about, well, here's what your report looks like. When I bought this home inspection business, they had nine inspectors. They had eight different types of reports that were being used. Every inspector had a different type of report and I couldn't believe it. So one of the things I did was like teach all the inspectors. I wanted them to use my 
prototype inspection report. And most people in the world out there doing home inspections are doing 30, 40, 50 pages of reports. My report's 15 pages. Think about that, 15 pages, all right? And most of them are putting 30, 40, 50 photos into their report. My report has like 12 to maybe 18 photos. And it's a system. And it brings about the discipline, the standardization, and the order of what I want every single one of my inspectors doing out in the field. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you is if you want your reports to be 30 pages, that's great too. Just make sure all of your inspectors are doing exactly the same report. If you want 100 photos, I don't recommend it, but if you want it and you think that's what you want in your report, make sure all of your inspectors are doing that. Make sure that you have standardization across the board. All right. And nowhere has a business ever paid so much attention to the little things, to the system that guarantees that the customer and his expectations will be fulfilled in exactly the same way each and every time they use your service. So what happens is if you go into a business and the first time you have this great experience, but the next time you go in, they don't do you know, part three, five, and seven, but you get everything else, you start going, well, what happened to three, five, and seven? In a franchise, in a prototype, in a, in a business where you have standardization, one through seven happens every single time with every single inspection. And that's the big part of making sure that you're building it when you're building those systems. So everybody does that. We have a 17-part, actually, I think it's an 18-part introduction now, and every single inspector does exactly the same introduction on every single inspection. Do they say it exactly the same way? No, we don't ask them to memorize it, but we do want to make sure that they say certain key phrases throughout every single one. And so once the business person learns that system, and then he basically has been given the key to how to build a business of his own on systems, and that's what we're helping people do build their own business, but build it on successful systems that have been proven over time. And of course, we call that, it's called in the world, a turnkey operation. And the the franchisee or the business owner who buys that business model, he learns to run it. And then basically he gets in the car, he turns the key and the business does the rest. The car does the rest. Do you have to change gears? Do you have to turn blinkers on? Of course you do. But you have rules for all of that when you're building the right kind of business. So here's something you need to know. The system isn't something you bring to the business. It's something you derive from the process of building the business. The system isn't something you bring to the business. It's something you derive from the process of building the business. Here's the good news is we've already done all of that. And if you go study other successful models, they've already done all of that as well. Just be careful because if you go study another single man operation, and we have, I have personally for over the last 20 years, they look like they have systems on the surface, but I, within asking like three questions, I realized they don't have any systems, okay? And sometimes it can be about numbers, uh, like uh, uh, what's your routine going through the inspection? And they go, well, it depends on the house. They don't have a system. If, if, I, if I say, what was your gross revenue last year? Uh, how many inspections did you do last year? What was your average price per inspection? And they say, oh, my average price was 300 to 400. They don't have a system. That's not an average price. That's a ballpark, okay, uh, price. 
So usually within asking three or four questions, I begin to realize that they're not running a system. They do have a business, but more likely what they have is a job and they're winging it. They don't think they're winging it, but that's exactly what they're doing because it's not in writing. They can't teach it to somebody else and have that person produce exactly the same results that they have. So the business owner or the prototype in this case, all right, is the answer to that perpetual question. How do I give my customer, in this case, the client and the maven, because that's where I differ in how I teach business is that you have a client and a customer. They are not the same. You have a client and a maven and a maven and or a customer in my way I look at it is people that refer business to you, okay? That's why you'll hear me say maven-driven business, people that are referring business to us over and over again. How do I give my client and my maven what they want? While at the same time, I maintain control of the business that's giving it, basically uh, giving the, the to the other person that wants to make sure that they're running a proper business as well. All right. So the franchise prototype is the answer. Having a prototype to study is the answer. It's that balanced model that will satisfy all three parts that we talked about earlier in earlier podcast, okay? Which is the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And now you're building it so that all at once they're balanced. And you can make each and every one of those parts work for you. So how do you build a business that works predictably, effortlessly, and profitably each and every day? You build it off of a prototype of one that's doing exactly that. Now, there are about 100 home inspections across the nation that are doing over a million dollars. Some are doing it like prototypes and some are not. Most of them that are a million dollars are, just so you know. You need to be looking for one of those. And Hopefully, you can find one that you're not in the same area with because they don't want to teach their competition. Find somebody that's outside your area that you want to build your business in. And if you've been a single man operation for years, great. There's nothing wrong with that. You can stay that. We can teach you how to, you know, do three hundred to $400,000 a year. But if you want to build a million dollar company, you, why don't you look at one that's set up to teach you exactly that? You know, it's kind of funny because um, years ago, uh, I went. I went and take a uh, took a look at some different factories, and uh, uh, Hershey's is a great example. Hershey's has a prototype uh, business model set up so that people can see it. Now theirs is kind of make believe, but imagine you could see the real things and see exactly how it worked from start to finish. And and you know how does the how does the what what do we do to make the phone ring? How does the phone call go? And then how do we do the inspection? And then how do we do the report? And then how is the report delivered to the person? How do we get paid inside that model? And then how do we use that money to be distributed by percentages to different parts of our company so that it grows properly? Uh, you know, how do you, how much do you pay an inspector or the client coordinator, the person that answers the phone or the marketing person or your managers? We know those answers. And one of the things we find is that most people are guessing at those answers and they guess too much and it ruins the model before they've even got started. This is why you want to have a prototype you can study. Well, this is Mike Crow, and um, I will tell you that I enjoy 
having a prototype. I enjoy having other people come look at our prototype. I hope you'll join us. I hope you will come uh, do that as well. Take a look at the Facebook page here. Take a look at our podcast page. You can see how to contact us and see how we can show you how to do or how to build your business like a prototype or a system as well. Be successful, guys, and be around those that are successful because everything gets easier, faster, uh, and, and as he puts here, more predictable, more effortless, and more profitable every single day. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.